That's where they're going to hit X-Men because in the in the continuity or whatever, when the Celestials come and create the Eternals and the Deviants, they also put the X-Gene in. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's, that's So so that's I think the Eternals are going to be the hint the hint for the Phase 5 of X-Men. Yeah, X-Men, yeah. Because they're not coming to what, 2023? That's what they said. Well, if, if Phase 4 is going to be probably going to be Secret Invasion... Yeah, and, and then, a, Phase Four is going to run the next three years. Then so, you yeah. can you can probably four do Phase years. Five be the rise of the mutants. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he said they're not coming until Phase and Five. You can and let yeah. you can let uh, you know Eternals introduce the idea and let it percolate. Yeah, for a couple yeah. Of years. Yeah, and you can like say drop words like there's mutations coming from these Eternals and blah blah blah, and yeah. people will be like, oh shit, that's you know they'll make they'll tie it back to the Celestials and all. And that you stuff. can even do. Do first class. You'll just fucking don't even do over and do. As do long the, as do Jennifer Lawrence class. doesn't play Mystique, I'm good. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Impale <laughs> that bitch. And as long as, uh, yeah, I'm saving that for oh, another do, episode. Do like <laughs> I'm saving that for another <laughs> episode. Hold up. So it's the, it's the, it's, I'm not even going. I'm stop, 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 stop yourself. Do, do, do stop it's the Big Podcast. We in this joint. We back like bad X Men movies. What's going on, y'all? Um, I am Catalyst, as always, your, your faithful host, and uh, we like to bring you the content rapid. It may be a little wait, but we come hitting you with the real fire on a on a heavy scale so uh i got the crew with me we chilling in the building today uh i'm gonna start going backwards with the backwards i'm glad you put your headphones on it was making me nervous uh <laughs> and since you just did that who i got right here cord winter blurred cord winter blurred okay who else i got right next to him in that you got your cool boy hoodie? double black we're about to get into some kaiju and some video games for your ears listen up people listen Wrong. listen and then I got next to him coming in with the special guestery. I guess it's not it's not it's not so much a guest anymore, but it's still oh, special. Uh, I got I got my frequent friend game. always here. What's your name, bro? Hey brothers, how y'all doing? Black Buddha coming at you mm-hmm. once again. Oh yes, and yes. We're gonna get real nerdy on y'all today. Yeah, so thank you for having Vana. me once again. It's Nerd Vana. It's my fourteenth podcast, which no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm counting. I'm I, keep a, I keep a note exactly. in my phone. Right? Like when you guys um, blow up, I want fourteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today, uh, we're going to talk to you about actually two things that are the two things we most frequently talk about, but not normally in the same episode, I guess you could say. Um, we are going to talk about Godzilla, which was, uh, what is it, King of the Monsters? Or King Godzilla, of the King, Monsters. Of the King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters, yeah. The, so the newest uh, Godzilla movie that is still currently in theaters. And we're going to talk about E3, uh, the big video game festival, as everyone knows. Good one this year, Yeah, yeah great one this year. That tells yeah, you what's boy. coming for the next year. Yeah, um, this year had a lot of big drops and a lot of cool information on games that are coming out. So we're going to talk about that. Um, 
so to kick it off, I guess we can just have a round table about this one. Like, I- I'll do the synopsis quick. Big monsters, people scared. What happens <laughs> in the aftermath of that? Ice exactly. Cube son is still Ice Cube son. So, yeah. so I stick to my. He my, was barely in that movie. He I was. <laughs> I, but I stick to my statement <laughs> I, on Ice Cube on O'Shea yeah, Jackson Jr. that I made earlier in the podcast. Go back and listen to us. Uh, Ice Cube son can only play Ice Cube good. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty yeah, much. I, I, I mean, that was a cameo I, role. How I, many lines he have? I don't, I'm not Listen, worried about that. I didn't say in this one. I'm just in general. Yeah. He Who only plays his father. Because Godzilla was dope. Yeah, okay. so this is uh, Core Winders. You know, this, this I'm going to let him like lead us off because this, yeah, this is definitely, actually, that's this is definitely his wheelhouse because he's, he's our kaiju at right, Listen. So what's a kaiju? A kaiju is a giant monster that appears... And at random intervals, like a force of nature, a hurricane, an earthquake, and lays waste to cities. Tokyo. It, 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 it's, it's a Japanese idea, and it represents humanity's insignificance in, um, when faced with nature. That the, it's, it's, the kaiju represent the power of, of nature. And... Um, God's and I've I've watched all the old Godzilla movies. I love Godzilla. Hit him with it. This movie is really. I mean, I understand it's it's definitely not for everybody. If you do not love Godzilla, you might only you you might have a different reaction. You have a, you'll have a varying reaction to this. But if you are any kind of Godzilla fan, this is the movie for you. It's based on. It's loosely based on Destroy All Monsters, where the which was kind of like the first kind of super team up of all the of all the individual Tohi monsters that had come before. There was Godzilla, there was Mothra, there was Rodan, and a new one of the the three-headed the Monster Zero was the villain who they call renamed King Ghidorah. And um and uh that's you know the the King there's some kind of plot where humans are trying to free these monsters because they feel it's a terrorist group that feels like there's too many humans and we're fucking up the planet so they're going to release these giant monsters to restore quote unquote balance to the planet that's the plot I don't really give a shit the monsters are dumb <laughs> they, they they pretty much they it just, picks up it's it's a part of a trilogy it's the second film in this well it's more than a trilogy it's like a, they're just doing a shared universe um, with the Godzilla sort of three movies as the through line Bringing in Kong eventually. Right, they, they reference so, Skull Island, but yeah, times. it's it's Skull, because it's Monarch is the organization that is like you know keeping track of all these giant monsters. And if you remember in the 2014 Godzilla, shout out to Brian Cranston, Breaking Bad, what up? Uh, <laughs> yo, Heisenberg, son. Ten minutes in the fucking movie. Um, that movie, this movie picks up t- is is direct reference. That movie, that 2014 movie, directly impacts the plot of this movie. Right, and this movie picks up like. All right, Seven, this, eight, right. three years. I can't remember. Some, I, I, some I think number. it's actually five years. It's, direct, five. it's, it's, it's as much year as... Oh, okay, as, the, as, as, as past. Right, this is going to be spoilers. I mean, it's not, And I mean, Kong you, is a prequel. If, Kong's you're going, if you're interested in this movie at all, you know monsters are throwing down. You know Godzilla's going to win. That's no spoiler here. Just, we're spoiling it, but that's not why it goes. So it's, it's like professional wrestling. If you're a wrestling... If you, if you love wrestling, 
you you love the theater you of love it. the theater you know what's gonna happen yeah it's it's not it's not spoiler it's not gonna spoiler to, to tell you who's gonna win you know yeah, it's mean? like remember when the ultimate warrior gave <laughs> hulk hogan the gorilla press and it's like come on man i wanted to see that and it's like you know what the fuck <laughs> the gorilla happen? press looks like you know that shit was gonna go down exactly. it's all a part of the choreography <laughs> <laughs> mistake put a snake on somebody yes. i missed it oh. was it a bull constrictor <laughs> oh man exactly it's where basically like kind of almost like yeah. a, a mix between martial arts and, and and professional wrestling. It's it's got that kind of theater. It's got that kind of appeal to it for me. And it's also what this movie did visually. I feel is it it has these kind of iconic looks. That every time every time you see one of the monsters, it looks like something out of an ancient temple, something out of something that that ancient people. Worship. worshiping or, or just just like or in awe of yeah because at one point they go to Atlantis in a movie right yes yes and that's <laughs> and that's another thing there's a through line in all the old Godzilla movies where there's always some kind of aliens or some kind of lost civilization that's controlling these monsters because of whatever for reasons mostly because of humans are fucking up the earth and they <laughs> they um Sodom num spot. <laughs> right. They add a and, and so they add that in the movie. There, there's Easter eggs for all of the old Tohi Godzilla movies in here. There's um it's it's a So it's a lot of good fan service if you're it's a, a fan. lot of it's a lot of fan service if you're a fan. And it's just good monster fun. It's it just it just is it just was for me. I mean um, yeah, humans, again, humans not so much for me, but the monsters did do some yeah, cool parts here and there. But, they, but there they, was only like twenty five minutes of that in a two hour, two hour and ten minute. Yeah, week. the humans did a lot of dumb shit. I was like, it just the, the like eleven always had to touch something. She always had to put her <laughs> hand on. It's like keep your damn hands to yourself. Like and then and then like even like even with the whole Mothra sequence and like. Dude, like a of, dozen oh, yeah. dudes died right. just for the dude to be like, son of a bitch, it worked. Well, it's well, like, yeah. yo, you just killed 12 people because something went wrong. Every time they tried to wake up a kaiju, right. something went wrong. Well, Something's yeah. wrong. Something about, is wrong. Let's talk about the monsters, though. There, there, there are three. <laughs> Something's there, wrong. There, there's four Cold basic window. monsters in here. There's the heavy which is Monster Zero or King Ghidorah. Yes. There's Godzilla, who's, who's, who's the, not from who's Earth. Right, yeah, he's an alien, who we find out later. Uh, spoiler, whatever. There's uh, Rodan and there's Mothra. Those are the big. Those are the most Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra are the most popular of the old school kaiju. Then there's um, there's a couple of others. There's Gamera. Gamera's the, the turtle, turtle. Yeah. Right? right? Oh, that one. Right. That, that was rocket my, that was right. my, yeah. Yo, my man could, my man could pull his arms and legs. Was he in this movie? He was. Oh, okay. oh, okay. no. I kept they, trying to look on those other screens. Right. There, was there, was, there was a giant spider thing. That there, was, thing that there was a giant yeah, spider, was, and there was like a giant mammoth or like mastodon, something. And they, fucking Power Rangers in this. There's a big bad beetle borks. And there's um, and they also fold. King Kong into the world, like, and they did a Godzilla versus King Kong. It's coming in the seventies, yeah. and they yeah. kind of they've already make, shot make a shared they, monsterverse. They, they, yeah, they're doing the shared monsterverse because the Kong film again, Monarch, the company that's monitoring all these things in this shared universe, um, is the is the company that goes to Kong's Island, Skull Island, Skull, right, yeah. and and stuff. And that movie is is a prequel to what's happening. And on top of that. Uh, 
at the end of Godzilla over the credits, they're talking about the 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 center of all these kaijus and monsters seems to be somehow connected to Skull Island. So yeah. they're going back to Skull Island. And, so, and, then they KVG, and then the big one is the picture, right? <laughs> <laughs> is the picture of Kong versus Godzilla painted on a wall from like a thousand years ago or like a giant gorilla. Where do yeah. people live safely? They don't. That's the, the point. That's the don't. point. But yeah. like, the, the, the creature saying, is all like, we will be like, bro, like Kong, the, the island is fucked up. <laughs> like the whole everything over yeah, here. Everybody is, got yeah, yeah. monsters. I can't go nowhere. It's big right. ass monsters. I'm that's that's why it's interesting. That's why it's pizzas. Big ass. That's why it's that's why the movie was interesting because the the idea is it 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 reminds us how insignificant as human beings we are. Like everything that we do, true, everything true. that we build, all the stuff that we're that we're trying, all, all the things that we're worried about are insignificant when compared to the universe. And these kaiju remind us of that. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole allegory is that, you know, for, you know, for humans, 100 years is a long time. And for nature, 100 million years is an epoch, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. it's right. like that's, you know, time is marked by the universe in millions of years. And for humans, it's marked in a century, maybe. Yeah. You know, like and so, I would I would just get a bunker and like just chill out. <laughs> yeah. I come out once every See, three months. Yeah, and that's why. I, and actually, I mean, because of all these films, my favorite is actually Kong Skull Island. That was a great Kong movie. Skull Island was really good. Yeah, because that, uh, kudos to you, by the way, Double yeah. Black. You put me onto that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, have watched it if you didn't tell if me. If I had gone to the Comic Con panel where they were just, it was just lit. It was one of the best panels I've ever oh, really? seen. Okay. Yeah, man. Because John Goodman was talking about Kong as if he was a real person. He was like, "Yo, he. I don't know what he was like in the seventies, but he." <laughs> He's really unprofessional now. He would show up drunk to set, have hookers falling out of his trailer. It's very, very unprofessional. It sounds like home. But like, I would have been like Sam Jackson was in that movie. Like, it's the time of man. This is destroy all these monsters, carbon bomb the fuck out of this island. Like, That's bring what I'm this, bring so this shit to heal. Right. We got napalm. We got nukes. Like, we just we lost do, Vietnam. We, we need a win. Over we need oil. a win. USA right. needs a win, baby. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. We do crazy shit over oil. Like, yeah, why, exactly. why didn't we nuke this shit? already <laughs> exactly like, well I mean if you knew Godzilla that just makes it more powerful that's his whole that's his I, whole I, yes, deal yes, right. that's Godzilla, his whole but deal. I'm talking about the island okay? yeah exactly yeah, why key. don't we just nuke just yeah, get rid of all of this yeah exactly they got you giant mosquitoes exactly. Exactly. a mosquito that will eat your whole face exactly yeah. when they had that walking bug the stick bug they just right, started yeah, like yeah, the just, spider yeah, things like skewers <laughs> the skewer people like all the humans live in this one little like 200 yard ranch with some like right we'll go out there yeah, and so anyway, but like that was one that was my favorite, and so um, I would, you know, I really liked that because of the human relationships. Some of them weren't so great. Like the love story felt really forced between Loki and Captain Marvel. I was like, ah, y'all should be fucking with Nick Fury in this movie. Um, <laughs> right. I can't remember their names in the actual movie. Oh, but, that's who they, the the people who played them. In, yeah, it was right. Brie Larson and Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Loki right. and Captain Marvel yeah. were like trying to bang, and I was like, I'm not buying this at all. Mm. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I would be trying to do yeah. if it was giant <laughs> ass monsters just yeah. everywhere, yeah. everything. Just yeah, all, exactly. All I would have been with Doctor Drake easy because they were the soldiers. Dr. Dre was long uh, and prosperous. He was a scientist. Right, right, right. Yeah. Dre was a scientist right. and Easy E was a soldier. And I would have been like, I've been fucking with them dudes. I've been like, yo, whatever they're into, I'm into. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so like I didn't cause. really I didn't really like the first one. It was wasn't I wasn't really wasn't my jam. The first Godzilla. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Brian because it was like humans, the Brian, the Brian, Cranston, Brian yeah. Cranston one, because the humans were making like for me. I, I zone out when humans started making stupid mistakes. And plus and, it was it was it was I think they were trying to really do 
Godzilla 1959. Yeah. They basically redo that thing and they kind of bait and switch you because like hey Brian Cranston is going to be the Raymond Burr character and he dies early you know, like, and he like dies like five and, and, minutes and, and, and you're stuck with like who, who was it Charlie whatever who's, who's the actor who played the soldier guy oh uh couldn't even get into him like that uh, it's the guy who plays Quicksilver Aaron yeah it's yeah. yeah, yeah. the guy who plays Quicksilver and uh, yeah, Aaron Johnson Aaron yeah, Taylor Aaron jo- Johnson right. yeah. yeah we were stuck with that dude yeah. it's like, like they put Brian Cranston in front of you and, yeah. they get and then he's married Johnson. to the Scarlet Witch. That was my problem the whole time. I was like, weren't they just brother and sister in Age of Ultron like, and not oh, a fucking? Wait, this, is I mean, this is weird. This is weird. I remember watching like that movie. Doing that shit, <laughs> I was like, they were just brother and sister. This is weirding me out. Why are they fucking in this movie? You ever try to see those funny coincidences in movies like yo when you just like when you guys were talking about nukes and like yo just nuke the island there like I was just watching Starship Troopers yo mm-hmm. and then they're like nuke them Rico mm-hmm. and like they would shoot a nuke not even know like how far it's gonna go before it detonates and then it would just blow up and these motherfuckers would just duck behind some rocks <laughs> and they'd be like move out and I'm like yo what happened to radiation like y'all just <laughs> gonna run in there and clean that and, and, and just start it. I know right future, like yeah. we're just right the only yeah. good bug is a dead, dead bug. bug yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah you want to oh man Stars and Troopers this is beautiful it's classic man it's classic yeah you gotta but, um, those creatures yeah it's the original man. like so bad is good movie <laughs> yeah, and they knew it when they were yeah, making it. So bad is good. But uh, I mean, back to yeah, you know, the, the guys. You know, just one aside though: the people who really, the science fiction fans who really like Starship Troopers, were you know just were that that was the original. You know, like like, Verhoeven was the original Rain Johnson. He yeah. really was. He, mm-hmm. I mean, in but in my opinion, in this particular instance, in a good way, because Starship Troopers. Makes up with is, graphic is, violence. <laughs> well, it's 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 a it's commentary. Fascism. It's a commentary on fascism and authoritarianism. It's, it's, it's tongue in cheek. Oh yeah. Well, definitely. that's the movie. Yeah. The book. Oh, the book is super fascist. The book is like 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 this is you know it would really be better if only people who served in the military could vote. Yeah, it's in the it's in the 1950s at the height of McCarthyism yeah. and it's the like, Red like, Scare and Blacklist. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, when, it's, when, when just give Casper it, yeah. Van Dien ten lashes. Yeah. It's yeah. very it's very much like that. So, so yeah, but so anyway, making a movie that subverts that whole yeah. idea was there's way to subvert genius. expectations and do it well, you know. Like there's tons of movies that do it. Like The Matrix does it well. Like there's movies that subvert expectations and do it well. But it seems to be like the modern sci-fi fantasy thing is when you have bad writing is to say you're just subverting expectations like, and no, fanboys can't sucked. handle that. And like I'm yeah. just like no, your movie just sucked. Your TV show just that's, sucked. Yeah, that's because it's like I could pick up on the Easter eggs and things that they were putting in this movie right. to be like, hey, do you remember these things? But it's just like, all right, come on, man. How long are they gonna stretch nostalgia before that just kind of starts wearing thin? It's like, sure, I might have had a, I might have had a nostalgia overdose when I saw the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance trailer, but at the same time, it's like I'm, I'm being a little bit guarded. But once I did the research about it, I was like. I, okay I don't have to keep my guard up because not only is everything puppetry animatronics like no CGI like fully respecting Jim Henson it's like you know uh, I'm, I'm 
I wanted the same goal with Godzilla. Didn't really get it, but I did like the monster fights. Rodan put in work on the humans. Oh, so good. I love that. Like, yeah. I was like, before, yeah, that's the one before thing Rodan really was getting in with Mothra or whatever, when Rodan was fucking up all the jets and trying to catch up to them, and like, I was really impressed with that part yeah. because he was just taking them out like nothing. He even, yeah. ate, he even ate a dude that it, tried to eat jets, yeah, and I was like, star wow. Yeah, 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 he was legit the star scream of the movie. Laser beam was it was, it was efficient so star scream. He was so star scream in that movie. I was like, "Yo, my man!" I really was because he was like, "All like, I'm gonna fuck y'all up." Oh, you get, you're harder than me. Then yeah, you, you got it. You got it, boss. Because like, right, right. at the, the end, when fucking Godzilla, he like bows the guy. I was like, "Why is Godzilla not fucking this nigga up? Like he just fucked up his girl. Fuck you, man." But he, he bowed. But he, he bowed. He looked at him though. He, yeah, he exactly. He's like, yeah, he I got like, to get the mind. Like, what's up? Exactly. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm up. I got my eyes on you, motherfucker. You step out of line, you're gonna get fucking violated. <laughs> Oh, so good. Yeah. For me. I, yeah, I, love, was, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, it was, was like, those were the things, like, like you said, it was, it was definitely yeah. fan service and, um, but, but still it just makes me question like how long can they keep this nostalgic run going? Like, one I feel like, I feel more. like <laughs> even like they've done it in almost all these movies. This is like, you remember this from your childhood and you loved it. So we're going to try to bring it back so you, you know can get, it's almost like simple Rick's you know what I mean like it's like yeah. it's like Rick Go and Morty it's like yeah. you know we keep giving him this good feeling so he can give it right back to you and everybody the new simple yeah. Rick Freedom Wafer selects like <laughs> it's legit like they're feeding people you with nostalgia yeah, people keep and, up Transformers G.I. Joe same deal half it's a like, dozen movies yeah, man, they're man. shitty movies but they remind you of your child more, so more people keep that. going yeah yeah, yeah cause what so was many. the one Bumblebee and it was just like this movie I was like I couldn't take seriously but I could see what they, they it was legit nostalgia well and at this point the, the franchise has been out and, so long that like there are people who were like Eight, nine, or ten. Who saw Transformers one? Who saw that Transformers movie back in two thousand eight, nine when that movie came out? Yeah. And now they're like adults, and they're like, "Oh, this reminds me of my childhood of watching the original movies and stuff." Yeah, but it's like you go by you go by my age, our age, just like you know the 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 eighty. 86, 87 Transformers, the movie with mm-hmm. Hot Rod and Unicron, <laughs> you know? So it's like, we kind of, there's a culture gap in between there, and that's where, you know, like, some folks, like, they go, wait, like, you know, that's well, what I it, it is, you know, <clears throat> pop culture does eat itself. It's a, it's oh, an yeah. oral, it's an oral borough. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, that's all art, man. The, the yeah. question is, you know, how fast is the snake eating its tail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, as long and, as the snake does the fish eating its tail before I get my giant jag jaguar robot, goddammit, I don't care! Because it was awesome. We're going back <laughs> All right, all right. Well, I guess uh, it's time for scores. And y'all know how we do it. We're going to hit you with these SJs and these star screams. Um, So who wants to go first? All right. No, no, no. You go last. <laughs> you don't even don't even start yet. Uh, yeah, Buddha, you the guest. Guest first. All right. I mean, I, like, all in all, it, it, it had its moments. It had its cheesiness. Dialogue wasn't fantastic at all. Action was great. Um, you know, when you're trying to yell somebody's name, they're not going to fucking hear you when Godzilla's walking by because it's loud and he's <laughs> screaming. So you can't be like, Andrew! But I, I did enjoy the movie. I'll, I'll give it, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it three. I give it three SJs. I give it. A, I give it. A, I get, gotta give it a couple star screams because that dialogue was killing me, and Eleven was kind of killing me. Where she was like, "Let me just put my hand on this kaiju. I just want to touch it. I, I want to touch Mothra. I want to touch 
everybody and it's just like keep your damn hands to yourself but you know it it just like 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 Corwinder said man and they 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 did good with the fan service and they definitely improved in the fighting scenes and the monster scenes i could have used even more monster scenes with less humans than you know humans trying to fight monsters that they know they're not going to beat Instead of watching Ghidorah just eat a bunch of dudes underground in the snow. But, <laughs> but hey, you know, it's Godzilla. So there you go. All uh, right. Double black. So, yeah. So I had a lot of problems with this movie. Um, <laughs> a whole I, lot of problems. A whole lot of problems. I respect the fan service because as a fan of other fandoms, I you know I like it when they do stuff like that. But, you know, I'm just not there for kaijus. And I'm not interested in, like, a monster that just knocks buildings over and like every 40 you never years. played Rampage? <laughs> Rampage. Like I hated Rampage. I've, oh, I've, okay. It's like Laser Beam would be playing Rampage. I'm like, I'm playing Gauntlet, motherfucker. Like, this is what we're here for. Ooh, like, like, I'm Gauntlet in... Gauntlet Legends? Exactly. No, just the, the original, original Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Oh, okay. Okay. oh, got you. Okay. the original yep. arcade. Yeah, yep. I was never a big fan of Rampage. But anyway, um, this movie, like, I had it at like one and a half uh, SJs, but you, you, your plea for... Um, <laughs> Talked it up to two point five. Yeah, give it a little more. Wow, you got a whole point. You got a that's whole not point. like that's not. But bad. then, but then I had to knock it back down because I remember the racism. Like we haven't talked about the racism in this movie. So there's a scene where there's a black dude who's a oh, chief petty officer. He's, this brother's been like he's got that. at least twenty years, and he's the guy. His only job is to open up the loading bay. Yes. Open up the loading bay and make the planes come into the big plane. And then like they do the old. School. You talking about the the black guy that had all the authoritative statements? No, it's a different black. No, it's a yeah, different black. It's, that, it's this, that dude is there yeah. too. And he yeah, yeah, did yeah. all of the generic black yeah, dude yeah, stuff. Yeah. Come on, y'all, y'all bitches. Let's get to the let's get to the movie. No, no, he, he <laughs> has no lines other than because they do the whole thing where the white guy who just listens to wolves, he does biosonar communication. Yo, this man shout just, out to biosonar communication. And he just comes on the plane and then they're Speaking like, of we need a big ratchet or some kind of ratchet thing to open up the loading bay. And he's like, I'm on it. I'm like, why the fuck That's, is white boy doing anything? Why is he doing it? He knows how to listen. to the fucking wolves and then there's a black dude whose job it is to open up the landing play doors and he can't do it he's like I don't have a ratchet big enough we can't do it and the white guy literally pushes the black dude who's got 20 inch chief petty officer off of his station is like I've got this don't worry I was like he did that and he did that to everybody through the whole movie everybody knew like we got a plan to try to do it and he'd be like that's just not gonna work. And so Why like, don't you that just really do it like this? Listen to me. I was and, like, yo, fuck this. this. So I had to take another half point off. So I'm gonna give him two. So <laughs> right, I'm gonna give him two okay, SJs. All right, all right. They were down to one point five. So you get you basically it, the net is one is point five SJ. So I give him two <laughs> because the kaiju fights were bomb. When 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 Ghidorah <laughs> and Godzilla, they didn't have to push that brother like exactly, that. Exactly. They didn't have to push <laughs> that. And then they have to kill the one man of color, Kawatanabe. It's a room full of white motherfuckers, and the one Asian brother has to be the one to detonate the bomb. Like, get the fuck out they, of here. They, they, yo, they, 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 they didn't need to do all It's a shout out to the original. But I understand, and, but like and, the right. one Asian dude, the and one shout out, Asian and dude. Shout out to the, thick, like the, the thick accent Japanese cats I, in this I was just like, too. yo, he's like, there's, a, there's this dumbass white boy, Tom Middleton, <laughs> who don't know shit. He's just a PR guy. Send his bum ass in there to press the button. Why do you got to kill the one guy who's in all the research on the kaijus? He knows any. He's the one, I'm going to die with Godzilla. What the fuck? Yo, he should have died from radiation first. I was was just so mad at that, like the racism, because I I thought we were past that. Like, didn't you see? Don't you see Marvel movies? We got Okoye, we got like fucking War Machine, we got like brothers and sisters doing shit and making a difference. Yeah, and I was so nobody gets on 
X-Women. X don't even give me shit. We're not doing it. I've been stopping again. Another episode. Stop again. But anyway, so, but I got to give them four star screams because the humans were so, like they had Tywin Lannister yelling at 11, having a fight about the tactics. Like Tywin would be like, shoot this child in the face and let's go. Like Tywin does not argue with a child. Like I was just like, because he's the man and so from like, fucking the yeah, golden exactly. child. I was just like, I was blowing my mind when he was arguing tactics with Eleven. I was like, this movie's this movie's just ridiculous. And so it made me break my cardinal rule of not watching social media during the film. I literally pulled on my phone. And oh started yes, I saw that movie. shit too. You're <laughs> like, what is this shit? <laughs> You're like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Wait, 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 wait. Tywin was Numsy. Yes, yeah, yes, that is Charles. Charles, 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 Hang out with Laser Beam. He'll, he'll school you on how you can do both. So, it's like, but, I watch eight seasons of The Golden Child. Exactly. Okay? As long but as like, Murphy you know, was so, like, You know, you got Tywin Lannister, my sweet brother Noomsay, arguing with Eleven about tactics <laughs> on how to fight in this movie. I'm like, this motherfucker would just shoot this kid in the face and be like, next? <laughs> like, you know? <sighs> and so, like, yeah, there's too many problems shit. with the humans. Too many. I mean, Ice Cube's son was basically like a cameo in this movie. He was anyway. Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's packed. Homies don't know how to hack. And so, like, everything the humans were doing, I was just like, why? Like, their whole plan of, like, let's release a bunch of kaijus to bring balance to the force. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like my Jedi Council, you sitting on my nigga? Like, I was like, yo, what is going on in this movie? <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga just said a whole lot of big words. Like, I'll you. They're terrorists or something. And I so, know. I was just like, so, again, the kaiju shit, I'm with you on Corwinder. I love that shit. The shit was amazing. The way they had Mothra, like, doing shit. Rodan, I was there for it. I was like, Rodan as Star... I literally screamed down the middle. This nigga Starscream. Like, in the middle of the movie, I screamed that yo, shit out. He, yo, Corwinder Blur literally just said yeah. that as he was walking exactly. up the steps because I got a plan on the, exactly. on the big so, screen. Now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't see it with you guys. We saw separate screenings and whatnot, but I, I literally had that thought. So, we were on the same plane, but I, I just couldn't, like... I, I'm there for the humans, like, in this case. I, so, I, I, I'm, I uh, I'm, you know... Um, but, you know... I, I don't I don't, want it, to, I don't want it to That's turn like into so another Transformers. I don't want it to be that. So I'm gonna get it straight to the point. It was from what I saw a very average film. Um, and if it's a movie about monsters, because I watched the trailers, everything is supposed to about be about these monsters. Everything is supposed to be about what they're doing. Um, don't give me a two hour movie where there's 25 minutes of monster fights. <laughs> It's, it's, it's right. like straight up um, and then uh, another big thing is the interaction between the monsters and the humans just didn't feel very realistic to me because like I, I was even watching the scene just now with Cole Winder and uh, 
Ghidorah like comes and drops himself on the concrete and like skids across the concrete with like a woman being like, oh my God, like all of that asphalt would be in her face <laughs> and like skidding off the ground and like hitting her all. She'd be one it, dead, bro. It would be, yeah, it would be like running your face across a rumble strip at 80 yeah, miles an hour yeah, or some shit like, like that. On so I don't know. I'm, I'm in this stuff like that, like seeing the realism of it. Like I'm also the kind of guy that says like the dudes that shoot guns in a movie in a little ass room, like how are they still here? Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. you have a bad headache and ringing ears after yeah, that yeah. Um, so stuff like that man but like how do you really make something like that realistic no one knows what it's like with an 80 foot monster in front of your face things like that um the, the acting was a little dry like I don't know just like uh, Buddha said the dialogue is a little dry and there's a lot of it it's a slow Stand burn um, so as far as uh, star screams I'm gonna start first with those I'm gonna give it a four of those as well uh, it seemed boring uh I do have to watch the whole thing. I'm not going to give it full ju- judgment. But uh, as far as SJs, I'll give it two because every single time I did see a monster, I will say I was extremely impressed and they looked awesome. So they did their thing as far as like the cosmetic directive. It's just not enough of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one last thing I would add is I really like that they fucked up Boston because Boston is the most racist city in America. So yeah, I guess. <laughs> at the end of it, they I, fucked up Boston. So I was I like, yeah, so you get sure it's beat town. You got well, yours. racist city in the Oh, and, and the Bruins the just lost, so yeah. they took a double loss. They so. got Godzilla and the Bruins just yeah. lost the Stanley Cup in seven <laughs> games. God damn. Mm-hmm. So, what do you got, Corey? All right, all right. Yeah. Fuck yourself. I will, I'll, I'll say this. I thought um, this was not a good movie. It, it, it really, you know, it, it, it wasn't. It was a great Godzilla movie. Okay, because no Godzilla movie is a very no good Godzilla movie. That, movie I get is, that. Is I get a, that. A, a good movie. Okay. Um, okay. I'm with you. Um, so, so I'm gonna change my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it uh, Godzilla's and Rodan's. Okay. Godzilla's <laughs> being, I like what you're doing. Like which that. one is which, though? No, no, the Godzilla's like that. are, That's the, true are, are because Rodan. About Rodan's are my star scripts. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Now, All right. now, um, now on for my actual review as an objective observer I would give it three SJs and probably three and a half star screams now it again it the 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 it's just there's not a lot to do with the, the the humans everything is kind of forced the plot is 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 thin and and the actor the actors do what they can the actors were the reason I'm giving it three is that the actors sold the lines you know that the actors were in it they 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 were having fun, you know. Bradley Whitford's in it, and he's delivering lines like "Godzilla's going to go nuclear in yeah, ten true. seconds." He, he was really and funny, he's selling it. Yeah, he, he was selling he's it. Like, he's like, he's like, he's doing his thing. He was. So, but it was, it was not a, a, a great, well-paced piece of of, of cinema, and uh, the the problems that were have been laid out are you know a, a, apparent. So that's um, that's my SJs and Star Screams. I'm giving it five goddamn Godzillas because that's the best goddamn Godzilla <laughs> Hold on, movie. so this gets even better. This, this expounds itself because I thought these were in replacement, but apparently there's two more no, no, ratings. There's two scales. There's, right? two, there's two, two different scales. scales. You, this is even there's better. A normal do your thing, Corwin. I love it. I love, you, I love what you're doing here. If you grew up loving Godzilla, this movie is is for you. If you didn't, it is obviously not. And that's probably the reason why it's, it's performing like it like it is. Um... And and I'll give it I'll give it four Rodans. The the problems are still there. Uh, as much as the, the the kaiju 
and the references. I mean, they reference the little Mothra, the two little Mothra girls, the twins. They, they lay, and they do fantastic, in my opinion, world building. That's what a lot of this movie does. It gives you a sense of a hidden world that, that could be explored. I would, I would see this on, like, you know, streaming. If they did, like, a, a, a Godzilla, like, a Godzilla streaming show or something like that where you know every every season there might be like one big monster fight and there's all kinds of other little hidden world alien science shit going on I would I would watch that because I think the the world that they're building is kind of cool with Skull Island and all that um, folding King Kong into the into the mix so anyway um, so but basically guys, it's, it's, it's not a great movie it's a great <clears throat> Godzilla movie and it's got it's it's flaws. It's flaws are apparent. I didn't care. That's mine. All right. Word. So uh that's how the beginning podcast felt about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. But guess what? We not done today. Nope. We nope. got Mo for your dome piece. Mm. Um so for the rest of the episode today, we're gonna be talking about E three. Um I am the consummate gamer of the Begin Podcast. I'm going to always say that because I play a lot of video games and I love it. Um, so E3 has really been a big thing for me. Last year, it was kind of a letdown. Um, there was not a lot of big information. Um, but this year, I would say, I wouldn't say it's quite the opposite, but um, you, you, you got a lot of big announcements and you're starting to understand the direction the gaming industry is moving in. Whereas last year, everything was kind of a gray area. Um, so it's it's really awesome um, to see what's going on in the industry and seeing how things are going to move forward, seeing that they are, you know, catering to the community and trying to kind of minimize the microtransactions while still trying to make their money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, th there's a few things we just wanted to talk about. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking in my head at this point, there's so much that's gone on. Um, I know what I want to talk about, but I don't know if you guys have been following E3 or everybody's yeah. been looking at oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, everybody everybody got, saying, everybody got like one thing they want to talk about. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I got one thing. Nice. I got one. I got so, one. so yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, the big thing I noticed is uh, the presentation and the way things have been put across this year is literally the exact same as major computer companies would go about presenting their new products. So like everybody had a, a keynote. And a whole bunch of stuff like to stand on stage and present and all of these like special like things, you know, um, and a lot of it was smoke and mirrors like you had to go like right. deep to find out what the real content was. And, the, and in my opinion, the companies that I've been supporting and backing have been the ones that have come out big this year. So the, the big things for me were uh, CD Projekt Red came out and gave us details about Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. Um, Keanu Reeves, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, more and elaborate on is part the of the Keanu game. But, but on top of that, they've, mm -hmm. they've licensed a bunch of uh, celebrities to be in it. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but Rick Ross is also in the game. He's uh -oh. an NPC as well. Um, oh, and is he the one that you they, go yeah, to? They yeah, they show him in the game. Like, like, um, and so and there's, there's multiple other uh, <clears throat> celebrities they've said that will make a appearances whether they be large or small um and you don't play as keanu reeves as much as people are like oh you get to you know, just, you john, know wick. john wick shit no you don't um <laughs> and uh i think that's really great i think the fact that more and more celebrities are becoming involved in this whole process makes it more of a legitimate art form i, I guess i'd say um because actors are taking it seriously which means more people should take it seriously on top of that if you're if you're talking actors what's the guy's name who plays shane in the walking dead 
John Bernthal, the Punisher. Yeah, the Punisher. He, yeah, the Punisher. He is playing uh, like the drill sergeant or the the main oh, war leader for Ghost in Recon. Right. Ghost Recon. The yeah. next yeah, Ghost Recon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and so yeah, like like that that to me is a big testament to where the industry is going. Um, or it could just be a trend, man. Got, so and that's the other thing is like you don't know. So like what I know is also smoke and mirrors is this new Ubisoft thing. So I don't know if you guys follow, but did you see the Ubisoft panel? Where you could watch that. into that. So they're they're if I'm if I'm getting it right, I may be wrong. Comment, let us know. But to what I saw, my understanding is they're releasing a service where you can pay fifteen dollars a month and you have access to every game in the Ubisoft library. Hmm. All of them. Over a hundred games. And so they tried to lobby this as a great option because they have such a diverse content library and all of this other stuff and they do all these great things. And I was like, hold up though. That makes things I just campy though too. That you can still buy the games individually if that's what you want to do, and they say they say they'll still be supporting the model of like online sales and digital, you know, mm. being cheap and stuff like that. They just want to do this for people who want to try games and they don't know necessarily what they they always want to play. Now, my argument on that is, if you're a company that already develops games, why would you want to get into this market? Mm-hmm. So I get it. You have a diverse game, a library, a library of games, but that's not true. Like you have like forty-two Assassin's Creed games. You have the Ghost Recon series. You have like an uh, like what was it called? what Division and like a couple of oh, other things. I mean, like, just hearing what you said. I mean, the only thing that just is off the top of my head from just going off what you said is and kind of seeing other things in the industry is they're trying to cut out the middleman. A lot of these games are trying to cut the the publishers out and like you know and also trying to maybe circumvent the current platforms that are out there and just get directly to their customers and stuff like that so like they yeah, don't want to because wanna, then they're gonna make that money instead yeah, they, of missing out like yeah, the mistakes instead of like, past, a, of like activision, EA and activision or even yeah. with playstation like if they create their own kind of steam kind of system or if they piggyback well, off well that's steam, the thing is, is some, steam, i mean i don't know how they're gonna steam do it. only works well because it's a third party entity mm-hmm. steam right. doesn't develop games or do anything right. like that they're just the middleman that sells the game so if this was like a netflix style thing where you paid a 15 dollar fee to get games from every company of all sorts every month and they always changed and rotated I'd be like this shit is too cool You're but right. just to access Ubisoft's game of the same shit over and over yeah. again yeah. Like, well I think like, it's oh, like yeah. in, in business they have these two things called horizontal integration and vertical integration and the, the way you think about it is the Ford Model T like Henry Ford came up with these ideas basically or they were kind of around during his time is that you come up if you make a car you own all the different pieces to make that car. You own a tire company, a rubber plant, so you get the tires. You own an aluminum company, so you get the spokes. You can do all that. That is vertical integration. You own all the different manufacturing pieces, the supply chain, or you do horizontal integration. You own one piece, but you own everything. You, If you manufacture tires, you own every fucking rubber plant in the and fucking it, yeah. world. And that's all you do. And so those are two, but horizontal integration basically leads to monopolies, which is why we don't really have them, but we yeah, kind of yeah, do. Yeah. And, vert- and so, vertical integration leads to innovation. And that's why they, they have yeah. people do it. And so this is segues me to the, I guess the ending of my big one point yeah. is Nintendo, in my opinion, came extra correct. Yeah. They already know they have this piece of hardware that they have they've pretty much changed the game with. Like the Switch? It, yes, the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. That the Switch is a port machine. Like yeah. name a game that's come out in the last five years, maybe ten years, even you classics that you can get you can't get 
for the Switch. And in this year, not only did they bring you a bunch of new content, new games that they're developing on their own and making better for the system, Ultimate Marvel Alliance 3, which I'm super excited about, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which have already been uh, deemed as great games. It's going to be like Breath of the Wild, but with Pokemon. Um, Breath of the Wild 2, they've announced. Like, there's so many things they're fleshing out here, and they're giving their fan base. Super Mario Maker 2 which is literally the biggest sandbox ever given to gamers in the history of gaming, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Um, let alone to mention that they announced two new characters for Super Smash Brothers. So they're, 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 they're fleshing out their content, but then they announced we're not trying to step away from the fact that this machine we have is going to give you your games on the go. The Witcher 3 is coming to the Switch hmm. in a full capacity with all of the content. You know what I'm saying? Uh uh, there, there's a, a couple of other like big Japanese games that we never got in America that we're going to get because of that, like Trials of Mana um, and stuff like that. Like they, they're, they're just fleshing it out. There's going to be ports galore. So um, I don't think there's enough of that in gaming. And Nintendo kind of struggled for a while until recently now where they're seeing this, this apex of what they've put into fruition. Well, they created kind of like the modern Golden Goose. They did something that everyone's been trying to do, which is marry mobile gaming with well it took a lot gaming. of failure first yeah is, exactly is what I'm saying. And so nobody, like the wii and the wii u failed yeah. like they failed hard they flopped yeah. on their faces but, but how it many, was to like, get to um, this um what is it the the psp and then like the the other playstation portable units yeah and, stuff and like those that. were supposed to be proprietary that was horizontal that was the horizontal yeah, market exactly. you're talking about yeah, yeah. like they, they were all one trick ponies yeah and, and so, so like no one if you but have to be willing had their, they had they their were nintendo was willing to like kind of bet the farm on like getting to where the switch is like yeah. building the research and development where everyone else was trying to do all these other things and they were just and now they're 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 ahead of everyone in terms of having a game you can play on the go and then you can take it home and play it on your big screen as well and you don't sacrifice nobody else has quality yeah and no one you know else has that and so um to, i guess to, to surmise and, and to finish up here and let somebody else get to it um th that is what impressed me the most and i think the biggest thing i pulled from e3 this year is not only am i going to get these triple a titles like cyberpunk borderlands 3 etc etc nintendo is constantly working below the mm -hmm. surface to not only give you those triple titles but to really give you the best bang for your buck yeah. so uh what stuck out to me is we've already heard announcements that the ps5 is going to come they've already announced they announced during e3 that the xbox whatever they're going to call it next is already in development it's called project something something i don't want to misquote it or whatever but the only thing nintendo said is we're going to make refined versions of the switch yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they got a golden goose. It's still it. pretty yeah. fresh, and, mm -hmm. and yeah. people really enjoy it. They and know. even with the games that they've come out with so far, popular. so early, are super popular because Zelda's great. Like, Zelda, and so Smash here's Brothers the is Zelda there, there still has yet so to be an actual Zelda game for the Switch. Yeah, I mean, and what they're Zelda actually Breath doing, of the Wild was made for the and Wii U. And what they're oh, actually right. doing yeah, is, I mean, they're actually doing the two things. They they've created the hardware and the software. Like Nintendo is continuing to do that. They had the software. They just they refused to ever give up. Exactly. And that's what I mean. That's where Sega failed. Is that they just like we're just going to be a games company. We're just going to make games. We're not going to make platforms anymore. And then like you know Sony and Xbox and Microsoft, 
picked up that slack and you know and they've been dominating but like Sony doesn't just make Sony games like they, they just the, make the PlayStation they have pretty much and, exclusive and rights to Sonic at this point and, uh, they have Square a partnership with Microsoft yeah. they got Banjo-Kazooie and in, Square Enix uh, yeah, so, and, and other than like Halo there's them. no exclusive Microsoft like, there's no such thing as an exclusive Microsoft, Microsoft game because yeah, you, you can, can play them on PC yeah you can play them on PC like there's no Halo is now for the PC there's a Halo but my point is that Nintendo is the company that still that has that old school model and it's proved tried and true over time. But they can do both hardware and software. They make great. Yeah. They publish and great games else that people love, rights. and they make <laughs> you know amazing hardware that people love, and they've married the two. And so, they, like, yeah, they're, they're yeah. a testament to failure becoming yeah. innovation. Well, you um, have to you true. have to try some shit before you know. You gotta break a few eggs. And so, and that's so, the thing about a dedicated gaming platform is that you get the performance that you that you want in the in the in the game in one system and that's the thing about xbox or the, whatever it is like you just buy a pc and it'll do the same thing yeah like why would you want a dedicated game platform if you have if you have any any kind of pc why why would you buy absolutely it? and i have a ps4 where the exclusives are abound there's literally like 40 games you can only play on the ps4 right. and i have one and i will tell you that i have not touched the controller for that thing in months since a buddy of mine came over and was like let's play Bloodborne which you can't play on anything but the PS4 Right. That, I guess that's what PlayStation is again they got the dedicated gaming platform yep. and, and then they used to have the exclusive Destiny content they had all kinds is, of um, yeah, but the, yeah, you got is Metal Uncharted, Gear Solid no the Metal Gear Solid 5 was all platforms it came off of Xbox it was on the Switch yeah, yeah, yeah. no not the Switch it, the Switch but couldn't handle everything it else. No. Switch, actually the Switch didn't exist when MGS5 came out okay but when you look at those games like Uncharted or uh uh, God of War, like God of War, is only for PlayStation. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. not for anything else. The Last of Us is only for PlayStation. It's not for right. Us. But they got, they got, you know, they yeah. got their games, two. and they, and they, and I mean, and granted, like those, yeah. like not that they're outdated, but those games came Duh, out a while Horizon ago. Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I think mean, they're waiting for the next one when they so they'll they'll make the next iterations of those games when they put out the next platform. They've already yeah. yeah they've already said the PS5 is coming and it's going to be heavy so that, that's me is the 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 future of gaming in my opinion is bright um you just got to know where to look true yeah, well, I'm talking about the Keanu shots yeah I was like I I want to drop a couple of just just a couple things especially one about the Keanu thing and not specifically about Keanu because the Keanu shots is going down everybody loves him he's chilling with puppies and. He's just he's he knows how to respect yeah. women in photos. Yeah, like, I know he's, he's got he the he's the king of the floating hands. Um, <laughs> you know, he's he not said, taking any chances he out said here. Something very <laughs> touching <laughs> just on Stephen Colbert like when he was like, you know, what happens when you die? And he was like, you know, like we know that the ones that love us and care about us will miss us. And everybody was very heartfelt. And it's just like, but that shows you that you know, compassion should not die off you know like especially when you hear something like that coming from him who's portraying a character who is literally walking death to tell you that like realistically right the Baba Yaga but in his real life he has had some very difficult problems emotional things so that movie that movie replica is is like a testament to like his real life struggles and stuff kind of sort of but a lot of the people that he plays in movies deal with the fact that they dealt with like the loss of their love their that lens I mean when you watch the first John Wick there's a there's definitely an authenticity to that role because you feel the first half hour of that movie is the first act of that movie is just Keanu being deeply deeply wounded 
and you watch it because you can really he's really communicating that yeah. he's acting yeah and he and, yeah. and then you literally you know he does his best to give you the feeling that he's like honestly I don't even have anything else to lose so it's yeah like, let's talk the growth but, of an actor but, even like yeah. Yeah. this was not the Keanu Reeves we that got we, in the Matrix I always love telling people this but my godmother was in Point Break and that was like one of his first oh, shit. movies okay. she was in the beginning she was like the secretary of the FBI like when he first went in ah, there nice. to like see Gary Busey and John, I was in, I was in and, the Players um, Club and she was uh, oh where John yeah, I was in the back oh. I was in the back when, when uh, niggas were getting bucking naked <laughs> <laughs> but but so yeah but to get back onto the Keanu thing and not even just the Keanu thing but using the actors in the video game thing like yeah I brought it up and I'm not trying to be pessimistic but it could just be a potential trend to like it's not so much like innovation but it, it's just the next kick to get folks to be like hmm like I really do like this person because we were we were talking about and I'm surprised it hasn't even come up yet. I don't think they launched anything in E3 other than maybe a date. What what company? Death Stranding, and that's no what, Death Stranding had a nine minute trailer released. Yeah, and yeah. And, and 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 even Force said that he watched it like. Back and it didn't, back. Make, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. It, and as much as it doesn't make but, sense, you're still interested because, yo, they got fucking Mads Mikkelsen? Mads, yo, Mads, I'm sorry. Like, so I, another dude, testament to, 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 like, to actors a, pulling in and, and, and embracing this art expression. You know what I'm saying? Because Norman Reedus, uh, just to expound on that, Norman Reedus is the main character for Death, Death Stranding. Play in and Death, Death Stranding is Hideo Kojima's next big, uh, I guess, Project. Um, yeah. He's the guy who made Metal Gear Solid. November, I think it drops um, November. Uh, uh, yes. Um, and so there's been a lot of like confusing and ambiguous trailers and stuff that don't explain anything about the game that have come out. Um, but I think they're doing that just to keep on purpose. And he did the same thing with Metal Gear Solid. And then when we got the Metal Gear Solid that came <clears> out for PS One, it was splendid. So yeah, go for so, it. But um, but yeah, it's like as much as they can use that. I mean, it to me, it's like okay, if I see Norman Reedus. Mads Michelson and there's a couple there's a few other celebs in there female uh, ones yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's like it, it, when you can tell that like somebody like Mads Michelson like he plays like dude when I saw Valhalla Rising I was like he's the type of guy that plays that type of character so it like keeps you interested to be like alright like what is he gonna portray in this game so it, it just builds anticipation it's like as a video game it's already artistic I don't need somebody's acting ability to enhance the art because I'm in it for the visuals. Yes, granted, I want to see like you know. I need good voice We're, acting. Yeah, I don't care what it looks like, it's, but like it's got to be sound. But at the same technology time, technology has like, evolved can, to where we can do that. Yeah, yeah, but but dude, I played that last Metal Gear and I was not that impressed. Like, but that fan, wasn't about Phantom, story and it wasn't a Hideo, Hideo Kojima game. Yeah, and you could tell, and I, and that's when I was just like, uh, like that's when you got to be careful because then it's like you thinking that you're gonna get something and then it's something else, and then. And, and I do have to talk about Star Wars because when I looked at that gameplay, it, to me, it really Wait, looked which, like which, they were Star Wars that shit. Fall in order. Fall in order. But like when I looked at that game and whether it's like the rendering's not done, not everything is finalized, not all the fight moves are put in or force abilities or what have you, but it's like, what could they really bring to this game that I have not already experienced in a Star Wars game so far? Because Star Wars is really, really pushed. They have two Force Unleashed, like, Technically, what? four battlefronts. Well, so like, here's the deal. They've explained to you what it is. It's an open world combat game. So have you seen 
uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is the yes, yes. So it's supposed to be similar to that, I guess, far as far as the exploration factor. But you have force abilities and you interact with the world and it affects the world around you. So it's it's like Kotor mixed with like a hack and slash game mixed with an open world RPG. And you get seen to ex- it all before. You get to- that's oh. the only. That's that's what I'm getting at. It's like, what like look at after after all the backlash and all the issues that Star Wars and Lucasfilm has been having since the Last Jedi and Solo. But what if there's a way like, in this game to to develop your character like you've never seen before, like Path of Exile, which was a game that came off a of PC. People don't like no, and they expounded on the Diablo uh, way of like uh, expanding your character and stuff like that. And now it's like one of the ways that they just base character progression on and stuff it's not necessarily about the fact that the mechanics they explain are one-dimensional it's about what we get when we see it it's really hard to explain how a game plays from like early development footage like yeah but even 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 so far from what they just brought it wasn't enough for me to be to to really look forward to when this game actually does drop. All I'm saying is like, and then not even with the graphics, but even even with the force moves that they utilize. Okay, so the stormtrooper shoots a laser at you, and then you can use the force to slow that down, then pull the stormtrooper to you, and then you can use the stormtrooper to to get shot by his own laser. And it's like, okay, cool, but one, those are completely different force mechanics that have been made up between the Force Awakens and now because that's not how that went down even the, in the, the games aren't related so. and, 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 but it's like as much as you want to say the games aren't related of course they are because they're still going to use the same lore that the movies have created but when Disney took over Star Wars they have said all of the video games created previously are no longer lore so Koto doesn't count like Force Unleashed doesn't count. Force Awakens doesn't count. I'm talking about the Fallen Order. I'm not talking about anything. But that's going to be a game that stands on its own basis of lore. Is what I'm saying. But that own basis of lore, I'm not impressed with. Because mm-hmm. because what we I'm don't saying know it is, yet. It, it, but just seeing that, like, there's like, all right, I'm going to slow down this this laser blast. Like, you couldn't do that. And like, what's the point of repelling laser blast with a lightsaber if you already have the ability to use the force and slow it down? Like, it's like, all right, it's one stormtrooper shooting at you. You can slow it down and then grab him and then block it or if it's a bunch you're just gonna block with your lightsaber but it's like why don't you just what if use you the just what if you just all? Darth Vader it in just... it and being cocky dog like I can put a dude in front of a laser but like, Darth Vader's never done that you know what I mean it's like look if I'm gonna go by if I'm gonna go by the gameplay or I'm gonna go by the movies or whatever they want to consider canon or lore it's see just in that and within itself even with this current game to me is inconsistent because it's like okay even just the way he like shuts off his lightsaber he kind of like just pulls it up like this and then shuts it off it just seems like really cheesy weak and like maybe that's just saying that his skill set is not built completely and that could change through time or something oh, yeah, you, yeah i'm just but playing devil's advocate it was just kind of like you know just from from what they presented in that game for e3 i was not impressed or there's nothing in there excited me to be like all right this is really gonna put me back into playing star wars games because i'm just being honest like star wars really has really really let me down and it's like everyone can have their opinion about it and everyone's like you know you shouldn't stop liking star wars but it's kind of difficult when 
they they just push like crazy agenda shit and then just destroy your story. We're gonna do a whole episode about you and Double Black's hate of Star Wars recently. No, Uh, and it's like, and this is the thing because it's like, because real Star Wars fans, like the little, like little things, like in, in that happened in movies, like where Luke was almost about to get killed by the Emperor until his dad saved him. And now they're just gonna be like, oh, now the Emperor never died, like spoiler, potential spoilers for the rise of Skywalker, which even to me is just, it's a, it, brings me back to the rise of the silver surfer it's just kind of a, a weak title for being the ninth episode you would want something that has a little more like like catchiness or significance but just the rise of skywalker it's like well all right i'm, I'm i honestly don't even care about when the movie drops to be like how are they going to use his name after the fact that they killed off the skywalkers like uh, well leia leia's a skywalker She's t- she's technically the only one alive so far from what we know. Like we don't know where Ray comes from. They still don't want to tell you where Ray comes from. Yeah, yeah. Because her parents are drunks and they just left you here for booze money. But what I'm saying is, we'll see if the game, game even ties into any of that. Like, exactly. But but my point is that that whole from what I saw with you know using the force and stopping the beam and pulling the stormtrooper that's legit from the force awakens that's what Kylo Ren was doing to dudes on dreadnoughts and shit and uh, you know what I mean so that's why I was just like well if that's all I'm expecting I'm not excited for that and 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 that's why I'm like they need there's got to be something else I'm still more impressed with pulling a star destroyer out of the sky with just joysticks for force unleashed the first one than what I saw in this E3 trailer for this Star Wars there was nothing really that came off to me as like man I think I'm gonna have to get this oh you can jump on a speeder or something you didn't that's well I'll leave I'll leave it at you didn't see him pull the star destroyer out in the trailer so what you got lit core winner all right, uh, I'm really excited for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I I love the Cyberpunk tabletop, and uh, I've never I didn't even know it was a tabletop game. Why are you blowing my mind? Like this? <laughs> Hold on, so I thought this was an original. Like, is art of books? It, it kind of came from a, it came from this uh, book called uh, Necromancer. Neuromancer. Neuromancer. So I thought it was like. I thought it was CD Projekt Red's take on Shadowrun. No. The game Shadowrun. Well, Shadowrun's based on Cyberpunk. Shadowrun is Cyberpunk mixed with Dungeons & Dragons. So I wish Laserbeam was here. He can break it all down. Well, no, the Shadowrun tabletop game. I'm talking about the Shadowrun video games. So there was a Shadow... uh, Right, There's multiple Shadowrun video games. There's one for Super Nintendo, But the Shadowrun video games are based on the Shadowrun tabletop tabletop game, of course. And the tabletop stuff is basically some guy was just like, what if I took Cyberpunk and mixed it with Dungeons and Dragons? What if instead of like humans with cybernetic implants, we had minotaurs and dwarves and elves with cybernetic implants and were wet wired and all that kind of stuff. And it, basically the idea, the seed of cyberpunk stuff came from this novel called Neuromancer by this guy, William Gibson. And the first movie that really envisioned it was Blade, the first Blade Runner Blade back Runner, in 1982. Yeah. Right. Replica. So I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be a great game. I think that like everything that that uh, that Buddha was saying about uh, celebrities and voice acting and 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 all of that really, I think it elevates the interest again, and and it can only drive the development in games forward. It elevates to, the art to, form to, 100%. To, elevate to, to to make to make more interesting and more immersive and, and cooler games. Um, I and and. There, like you said, there've been multiple kind of cyberpunky games, and it's it's 
it's really hard to get that kind of thing done well because most the the cyberpunk tropes are kind of real world versus virtual world things with a you know the the net or the matrix or whatever you want to call it and in gaming when you when you have those elements it, it it's hard to make one fun but it's hard to do them both and make them differentiated but fun at the same time you know what i mean it's hard to, like it's, it, it seems like for the people who want to do the puzzle solving and stuff like that you there's there's the matrix kind of games and the people who want to do the action there's the real world kind of it's just, aspect it just of it. seems so and deep it's, it's hard to, to 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 mesh those things but mostly because the, the a lot of the games the matrix combat is just really it's just, it's just reskinned whatever they have for the physical world combat and it's just boring eventually so, so kind of one trick ponies big shout out real quick I'm sorry to interrupt to enter the matrix as a game when you oh, say that matrix yeah. style combat um, because game. as much as that game got mediocre reviews and did not sell that game changed it was close combat it, big it changed big, close big combat fun. in gaming um, because it, it changed told... the way games are marketed everything well the biggest thing as far as developmental stuff like that goes is animation and hitboxes right hitboxes Terrible in that game. And that game had the worst hitboxes I've ever seen, but the animations never been better. And the game is connected directly to the movie. Yeah, it's an in between between so the two. Ghost, movies. Ghost, and Jada Pinkett Smith. I forget. Or Ni- Niobe, Ni- Nairobi. Nairobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't have to get into the whole story, but yeah, it, it was good. It but was good. the um, they actually use like clips from Matrix Reloaded and. And I think maybe the first one too, but their adventures are directly correlated with those actual movies. The movie, so yeah, yeah they, they were the short movie, little. Extra so books. yeah, so yeah. if you play the game through, then you can see that, like, you know, you still got extra. Like the thing, the the it's, that's it's what I got a kick yeah. out of the Matrix with more was that they still managed to kind of go back and go in between and go to like as the Matrix. Not, well, you don't even want to say, like, progress, but, like, as humanity declined, like, the Animatrix, and then Enter the Matrix, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was just, I was it, speaking on the, the animations and stuff, yeah. But I loved right. it, though, because the fight, it was fresh. They, like, the, well, it the, was a lot of and fun. And again, the Matrix was originally pitched as a video, as a game. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it got declined multiple times. They made a movie about it, and then... And then PlayStation did Path of Neo, and I think it was only PlayStation as Path of Neo. Right. Um... Well, it's definitely it. the first the first story to tell the first the first kind of franchise quote unquote to sell to tell its story over multiple platforms for sure to tell For a story sure. a yeah. continuous multiple story mediums. through multiple mediums right. they're going into Matrix Reload me and Laserbeam lived this that our 2003 was dominated by looking at all the comics that came there were like seven comics different comics different comic stories some were short some were long form and then the Animatrix which is the, I love it the, which was yeah. a bunch of animated stories 12 told, animated shorts yeah the second Robot renaissance, renaissance. the second yes. renaissance is one of my favorite animated of all time me too um, one and so that plus the Enter the Matrix game which we've just been talking about tells the story of Niobe and Ghost which are they are 
captains of another ship when uh, Niobe is played by Jada Pinkett Smith. And it basically, if you play the game, you see the scenes Buddha's talking about. It enhances the game. It, it sh- when, when it enhances the movie. The and movie when they when, when they're taking they over the together. plant, it's like it's a three pronged plan to blow up this plant. And normally you see just what Trinity is doing, but when you play the game, you get to see what Niobe and Ghost are doing as well. You get to see in the in the movie. Morpheus is kicked off of a tanker truck by an agent, and Niobe catches him with a car, and you get to play the 10 minutes leading up to her catching yeah, him. in the car. And, and in the car. And, and, and everything like connects and perfectly. And so everything right, connects. Sure. She's the one who gets, in the Animatrix, the first one is the final flight of the Osiris, and they're the people who figure out that the machines are drilling down. They do a drop, even though the ship is destroyed. Naomi, Niobe and, is... And goes, got goes the message. The first, mess, the first mission in the movie is to go and get that drop and bring right. that. And then the cuts scene is to the where movie. they arrive and they're all waiting for uh, Morpheus and Neo to arrive so, to talk about. So yeah, it yeah. ties directly in and they shot those extra scenes. So I, I guess what you're trying to say is cyberpunk elicits these feels yeah, exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. And there's not even a world built around it yet, which is yeah, cool. Exactly. Um, and I'll say this one thing and we can get to double yeah. black and, and, and wrap it up. I'm sorry if we cut you short at all, but uh, I got to play that game when I was suspended for school for <laughs> to get in the fight. And my mom was like, that's bull. So she rented me into the Matrix, Matrix, and I got to play into the Matrix yeah. for two days while I was on school. So what's up, Double Black? Yeah, into the Matrix was, was the last game that I did a hundred percent of things. I found all the codes. I had like all the hidden shit. Like, I think I, I did that, that too, though. Yeah, it was I only like an eight-hour experience. Too. Yeah, but it, was, it had all this it was, deep lore into walk, the Matrix world. Yeah, it was real walk. But um, I think what? if anything, they wanted to see you see the connection more than actually figuring out the game and 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 the and the secrets or what whatever was in it. It was it was pretty walk through, but it was fun Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um the things I was gonna bring up is uh this whole trend of actors getting into the medium of video games. I mean, I've worked in Hollywood with people and like no disrespect to actors in general or specific, but like they just kind of go where the money is. And this is where the money is going. They can make more money. And it makes sense because of capitalism at a base level. They get more money for doing these things. And the companies... And less work. And less work. And the companies own their... like. It's difficult. You have to pay John McClane. You have to pay Bruce Willis to be John McClane every time. But if you digitally capture him, then you, they own the rights to that performance. So then, like, Keanu only has to do this once, and then they can put him in another move, in another game, in another game, in another game. And so companies love So we're just going to see more of that. We're just going to see more of actors because if they, they can get a huge paycheck. They don't have to do that much work. Mm-hmm. And the companies love it because they own the rights to the, the contracts now for people working in video. It's insane. Right. It's like this, and at this, the same time that they make that profit, though, those those. those but that's that's that's, that's a thin line though so, because there are some some celebrities who license themselves to games for very limited like reasons. Yeah, it's like damn near The Last of Us, for example. Uh, the chick from that what's that movie Juno or whatever. Yeah, she, I wrote her name yeah, down on my list. Ellen Page. Page. That's her name. Yeah, <laughs> Ellen Page. She was one of the first people to ever do this. Yeah. They can't use her likeness really right. anymore because she was smart and she got in at ground zero before they started writing all these different kind of contracts for this. Yeah, and I don't because think celebrities have those same like the actual voice actors who make their living mm-hmm. off of it. Sure, yeah. but I'm not sure if like celebrities who license themselves off get that. Watch same the kind behind of the scenes for maybe what they, they can did. use their voice, watch, but not watch, their likeness. No, 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 no. Watch the behind the scenes for battle for the last Star Wars game. The one where you're playing as the Imperial Dark Trooper, Isan Vizio. Yeah. Um the woman who was in uh the uh, new the new uh, whatever the the, the um, Battlefield two. That watch behind the scenes. They are basically saying that like they can take her like 
visage that they used to capture for and put her in another game in another Activision game right because, you know, because they like, own the rights to yeah, her cause performance because she's, she's a star she's mm. you know she's a Star Wars character so well, that it's, character it's, it's, it's even beyond that like yeah, it's, Activ- it's, it's, it's Activision stuff, yeah. owns like the rights of your face, face. and movie yeah, yeah, and stuff exactly. with these contracts Ellen no, Page got into it early that's why 20- Jordan would never let himself be in a game exactly because in 2011 Ellen Page was one of the first people to do this with that game uh Beyond, Beyond Two Souls, uh, like where she was uh, one of the first... Beyond Good and Evil. Um, or whatever, it's, it's something like that. But she was one of the first people to do that. And so she got in really, really early, I think. And so she, like, like it's like everything in the world. The first two or three people to do it, they can do whatever they want. But once companies figure out a way to make money off of it, then they're like, oh, we can own the rights and we can make him do we can make you know Keanu Reeves be a cowboy in the next Red Dead we, and we only have to capture him once all we need is like his original stuff and so you're only my point is you're only going to see more and more of this stuff because it's lucrative for, sure. for companies I agree and I, agree, I mean I, I think it brings that. more this people like so many people who I don't know play video games are like can you tell me about like this week like 50 year old women who love Keanu Reeves because they grew up watching Bill and Ted and he's like their George Clooney were like what, Keanu Reeves is in this video game I hear about like uh, what, 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 what what's this cyberpunk video? like like, I'm no, I work with 50 year old librarians who are talking to me about this now. Okay, so and now, now you got 50 year old people talking so, yeah, about Cyberpunk 2077. So, it's a like, huge it's only sale. good for the art form because, like, for me, movies are dying or not good for various reasons, and the best creative narrative stories are being told in video games. Yeah, like, the so, like, more artists, more it's people more come into that world. Like, I'm more about that because you can control it more, you can do more your own thing. And so it's, it's ultimately, it's driven by capitalistic forces, but it's a good thing in the end. I think mm. it's a great thing for the industry. Yeah, man. I think it's I think a great, it's a great I, thing for I, the I'm roundabout agreeing with you. Um, um, so we're going to see more of it. Uh, I think the the thing, the, inter- the game I was most interested in I saw was Cyberpunk 2077. When oh. I saw the trailer, I was like, this, like, I'm, I'm hanging up everything else, including Destiny. I'm playing this when it comes out. If there's a multiplayer mm. feature, we'll be there. Yeah, we that there. and Doom, because I love Doom. Doom Eternal look good. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. So, so uh, I've I, been playing Doom since 1993. Let me get on my technical gamer shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, about Doom Eternal, what I really liked is the original Doom, if you've played it, the new remake, not the original, original Doom. But they tried to keep the movement like a Doom game, where yeah. you keep yeah. yourself fast-paced, uh, fast, but you kept yourself on the ground, and you weren't extremely maneuverable you move fast you shoot fast it's twitchy but yeah. you're not jumping off of walls no you can't move yeah, you levels and stuff like yeah you didn't you, 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 know. you there wasn't exactly. much you could do yeah. this wasn't quake this wasn't unreal tournament mm-hmm. this was doom in the yeah, last exactly. game so i don't know if you saw the trailer but this motherfucker is scaling walls and Sick. shooting eight demons with yeah. rockets and then jumping off and gliding for a second and like exactly. landing and like okay. hitting stuff like this the maneuverability has been scaled around every other Unreal yeah. Engine game that got developed around yeah. this first-person engine, and it's going to be the first time you see Doom at a fast pace. So it's going to be madness. Yeah, yeah, madness. I, mean, so, I uh, like the last one, right? Like, sorry, I'm yeah. going to cut you off, but like, even like you could move quickly, you could keep it moving, and you could shoot. But your I'm not talking about maneuver, but like the 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 what the, what the actual physical model you have can do like right, when, right. how that's he gets I, himself around right the that's what i was trying to get to like like when you even when you play that last dude that they came out with and, and it could be on insanity like that's what yeah, i'm like, you can you can move quickly but it was still just like a kind of simple jump or double jump like now like with like everything else that you said you can like, run off the, walls yeah, you can roll that yeah. makes it even doper yeah, because yeah. they can still so make those the are game. the two games that i was like like cyberpunk and doom and oh, oh cyberpunk toy is, is based on uh 
Cyberpunk 2020. That's a that's a different game than Shadowrun. Just oh, it's a different game. Okay, all right, cool. Um, Thank you. That's that's yeah. big. I'm glad yeah. you but, did that. We gotta be uh, accurate. Somewhere, Buddha brought up a really good point when he's talking about you know, Star Wars was something that was very near and dear to my heart for a long time, but I've been able to like put it down. And I feel like you're in the first stage of like this is like I can be a lot more objective because I've seen what they've done. And for me, this game like on a meta level is they're just trying to get a lot of the like you know quote unquote incel white guys back on the back on brand because they made it a white ginger boy character that they can all get behind you know i thought it was canaan the last the last two or three games they've had have been either women or people of color you know and so they're not really they're really trying to be back on get those guys back because their toys aren't selling no one's buying kylo toys like it's terrible the whole star wars universe the movies the games everything is to sell toys to yeah, kids and as you say like you haven't you're you're done with this like the way they're doing this but there's you play Jedi Academy you, you've been playing games for yeah, like, I played there's Kotor, 9, 10 Force these Leash. games are I made for Rogue like Squadron. yeah exactly these, these games are made for 12 year old kids who have never who didn't play Force Unleashed yeah. that, that's, we don't know yet mm-hmm. and and that that, that like I agree we didn't even talk were. about it yet the Avengers game yeah. like we, we had the wow. conversation yeah. in the chat yeah. the Avengers game everybody's upset about the fact that they're not using the real movie likenesses no one even looked at the fact <laughs> <laughs> that the gameplay of the motherfucking game is not even to play as them. You make your own hero. Yeah. You work him up. It's going to be an online game. Like, oh, come really? on, dog. Wow. Like, that's why no one looks yeah. like the way they like, look. That's like, that, like, it, it's not like... <laughs> Like, like, come on, man. Let's pay attention to the details of the game. It's not, uh, you know, like, it's, I don't know. Like, I mean, it could be, it could be potentially good. And this Star Wars, let's look at what and they this gave Star us. Wars game could be potentially good. But my point is that, like, Star Wars has moved away from storytelling, yes, to branding, and yes. they're just trying to keep it's people all on of our product. And, and that's why gotta, I mean, just I mean, your point about going. Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is they just know people. The brand is hurting. It's hemorrhaging fans. People aren't buying the shit, and, and they know if they put the name Skywalker in the title. Motherfuckers will come. Mother people will just show up. I'm not. And so they're just it's a it's a it's when it's about, you know, the story of the emperor being thrown down the shaft and all that kind of shit, that's storytelling. That's that's grand storytelling on a on a space opera level. But now it's just about like, let's make more lightsabers, let's have them do cool shit, and let's show it to a bunch of kids who haven't seen it yet and then See, know. and that's funny that you say that, because it's like let's make more lightsabers and more products, but Look at just look at this game, and sure, maybe there'll be some different lightsaber colors or something to go mm-hmm. with a, a package or a costume or a skin for the character. But it's like when you look at just what he, he just has a it just looks like Luke's blue lightsaber, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they like even simplistic, but that's things what those like kids that, that's what the dudes who like aren't buying the toys anymore like. They like yeah, because back and, and well, that's because so the they reason why is because they don't want to buy a ro- they don't want to buy a Rose Tico toy. Yeah, they don't want to buy a General Holdo toy. Yeah. those are the characters that are completely like taking yeah. Caucasian men and like completely have them like no, no, no. Yeah. Like I did. I mean, and I'm and, sorry, but at the end of the look, day, they make up like sixty percent of the fan base. They and they're they're the the lost the toys. They lost forty percent. And they lost forty percent. 47% of sales. That's almost half the profit of what they were yeah, making exactly. just with toys and product placement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, Solo lost $80 million. It cost yeah. them what? Almost $250 million to make yeah. that movie. And because of the backlash of The Last Jedi, cost Solo, when people are still yeah. like, for what it was for a Star Wars movie, I did enjoy parts of it here and there. Not me personally. That's what some people do say. But The Last Jedi has scarred my... Yeah. 
Star Wars fandom yeah. severely. So and yeah, it's like, I, I mean, can't to bring it back to the video chance. games, it's I think what'll happen is you'll see more games that they want to make that'll bring the brand back to the middle mm-hmm. because they understand that they've damaged the brand and they got to get those like white boy, like fandom, you know, super fan guys back on brand. And so you'll see more games, more stuff like that. And I think it could be good. You know, I love the shit out of Jedi Academy, Jedi outcast. And I was about Kyle Katarn. He's, he's a white dude. He's one of my favorite Jedis. Who knows? It, like, like, it could, it could be those games yeah. mixed with their RPG aspects exactly. of KOTOR. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. It, I'm, I, I'm here for it. Whatever it is, I'm here for it. I I am speaking with the most neutral of stances because I don't care. Like, if it sucks, I just won't play it. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? Like, if if it's great, then cool. It won't damage my basis on Star Wars because I just saw Star Wars uh, two years ago. So, (laughs) and like, I I don't know. I guess I'm not looking at it from that rose-colored lens, but yeah, man, I I don't know. I think think it'll be okay. So I'm here, you know, I really like that cyberpunk game. That shit looked dope. You know, uh, I may play the Star Wars game depending on whether or not it's good or not. Um, they, you know, I do like they're, they're tying it into some Rogue One elements with Saw Gerrera and the storyline. Because to me, it's all about the story and the campaign that you build. You know, um, the art and that stuff is kind of cool, but it's all about the story and the campaign that you tell. Like, I love Mortal Kombat for the story. I don't actually play the fighting game. I don't. I love the story of Shao Kahn, Shang Tsung, Liu Kang, Sub Zero. I now play. I watch. You mix, know, I watch like, the whole three-hour cutscene put together. Do I pick up the sticks and play someone online? Fuck no. no like I'm not. I'm not in it for that. That's me. I'm not in it for that. Because I'll be. I'll get my. I'm old man. I'll get my ass kicked by some twelve-year-old in Korea. I'm like. I'm not. Yeah, I learned yeah, that, that lesson with StarCraft. <laughs> like I'm not here to actually play this game competitively. And I just like the story and the world building you do. And so, and I think they could maybe do some interesting story and world building. And last thing I'll say. Is I'm here for the Keanu Sans. I can't wait to see Toy Story 4 when it's going to be Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Oh, okay, Indian okay. Stuff. And that's the Big Indian Podcast. Stuff. You know what I'm saying? We hit you with all the kind of crazy nerd stuff. Yeah, we went you know what I'm that. saying? We went in on it. Thank E3. you for having me as always. Oh, too, yeah, man. No problem. Always, always. Um, like, subscribe, comment. Please let us know what you want us to talk about. We will dictate it to the fan base. Thanks. Peace. Peace, Peace out.